Hello and welcome to The Learning Zone. My name's Tim Swanick and The Learning Zone is a new regular feature of BMJ Leader in which we'll be exploring key ideas, theories and concepts from the world of leadership in a clear and easily accessible way. Our hope here at The Journal is that these short summaries will be really useful to students of leadership at every level, uh, whoever and wherever they may be. Each edition will be accompanied with a brief podcast inviting leaders from across health and care to reflect on the article and how they've seen these ideas played out in their working lives. We'll also be running a Twitter chat, so do look out for that, the Twitter handle at BMJ Leader. I'm joined today by our first guest, Peter Homer, Chair of the NHS Leadership Academy and former long-serving Chief Executive Officer of Nottingham University Hospital's NHS Trust. So, Peter, welcome. Thank you. So, we've sent you the article, Leadership and Management, What's the Difference? So, are you a leader or a manager? I'd like to think, Tim, I'm both. And as the the article highlights, um, the notion of asymmetry in that uh, one is either one or the other, either a leader or a manager, uh, is in my view incomplete and uh, redundant. And um, situations require an exquisite blend of leadership and management. And of course, in the complex world that is healthcare, um, most usually this involves multidisciplinary teams. And so for you, the um, the division has uh, passed its sell-by date? I think it's arcane. I, I think I was re- I was reminded of a something that somebody said once about the leadership as an activity and not a profession. So another definition which I like is that leadership is behaviour and not a position. Right, yes, yeah, very similar. So for you, the shift in the way that we manage our, our health systems in, in a volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world makes the, the separation of these, these two entities you know, no longer fit for purpose? They, they still have relevance, um, but increasingly our colleagues are required to exercise leadership across domains, across institutions that they may not have um, authority over. And in my experience, effective leadership has a precondition of high trust relationships. And it takes time to generate those. Uh, they can't be created like instant coffee. Um, so it does require an investment of time amongst and between leaders uh, and their teams in order to create the conditions within which great leadership can flourish. When you were appointed as Chief Exec of Nottingham, do you think you were appointed as a, a leader or as a, as a manager? Primarily? I was appointed as both, mm. um, Tim, and the job description reflects uh, that. Mm. And we're going back uh, uh, some 14 years um, now, my task essentially was to, to lead the merger of Nottingham City Hospital and Queen's Medical Centre. And quintessentially, that, um, that, that was a leadership task. Uh, but there are some very clear management requirements as part of that. And, and uh, as with most leadership positions, the key skill is to bring together um, a very effective team. And the best advice a mentor gave me many years ago was always appoint people more able than yourself and help them fly. And that's what I've always tried to do. So there were technical aspects to that position that, that are required. I mean, I th- I, I've always kind of felt that one was generally appointed to managerial positions from which one was expected to lead. Uh, the, I think the, the dominant thrust of the role was one of leadership, but it also required, because it was a, a, mu- a merged organisation, um, the uh, definition and uh, establishment of a new management structure, uh, making sure that clinical governance uh, arrangements were patent um, across two organisations rather than 
as, as a single um, organization from two um, legacy um, organizations. And of course, making sure that uh, performance, including the delivery of high quality care and money, um, were uh, in the right place. So one of the things we highlighted in the article was that leadership is often seen as a kind of panacea for, for all known ills. So um, the, you know, the recommendations of almost every report you read is that if we had better leadership, things would be, you know, things would be different. Do you think the pendulum has swung too far in that direction? Um, we often hear calls for you know, more technical managerial training, particularly in the, in the NHS, actually, and that's, that's been voiced in various reports over the last few years. I think it's different in different places, uh, and organisational challenges uh, need to be understood deeply in, before one can diagnose what the solution is. I, I think the um, conventional wisdom uh, often expressed in journals and so on probably does demonstrate an asymmetry towards leadership rather than management at the moment. Uh, and I think um, it's important to recognise the uh, the value of both. Uh, and they're not oxymorons. Um, effective leadership, in my experience, does have a foundation of effective management. And effective leadership without effective management is illusory uh, and uh, won't deliver what is required ultimately for the benefit of our patients. So I guess you're with the the quote that um, we ended the article with, which was the... Uh, uh, Gosling and Mintzberg, the separation of management from leadership is dangerous. Uh, Absolutely. Or is that taking it too far, do you think? I've certainly been aware of relatively few organisations where the emphasis has been on presentational effect as opposed to substantive improvement. Mm. Uh, and at the very least, the opportunities to improve services have uh, been lost. And at the very worst, it's an exercise in hyperbole. OK, so that exquisite blend that you uh, you started with is... Um uh, is where is where we kind of leave it. I just wondered whether you might be able to let us know whether there's anything that particularly struck you about kind of reading this or the sort of take-home message that you'd like to kind of highlight for those who are studying or, or developing themselves as leaders and managers. Yes, thank you. I, th- I think for me, reading the, uh, the piece, which I enjoyed, is the importance of the synthesis between leadership and management. Uh, and the artificial separation is understandable in terms of the natural history of understanding about leadership and management, but actually effective um, organisations require an appropriate blend of both, uh, and both require training and development. So thank you, Peter, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts on leadership and management. What's the difference? It's a pleasure. Thank you. Just a reminder that uh, the article is free to access and is available now on the BMJ Leader website. There will be a Twitter chat hosted at BMJ Leader. Look out for that. And the Learning Zone continues on a quarterly basis with our next edition appearing in the autumn.